It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Welcome to a special episode of the Better Faster Podcast. Today we're joined once again by Dr. Tavi Chun. Tavi, welcome back. Happy to be here, Brittany. <laughs> you sound, you sound thrilled. Uh, so we got a lot of things to talk about today, and, and the first one is you got a podcast, you and Thomas, right? Yes, we do, actually. So tell listeners about that, right, because we're going to link all this into the show notes and just start to put the word out. Okay, so Thomas and I decided to start a podcast um, in our limited free time about day-old donuts. So it's called day-old donuts, it's right? It's called day-old donuts. And it's about donuts? You know, there's there's some reviews of treats that patients have brought us, but there's also, honestly, we just, it's open-ended. We, we talk about anything that we feel like needs to be talked about. Yeah. So. Y'all do get a lot of treats. Like, I always say, like, it doesn't matter what your credentials are. You can always judge how good a PT is by how many treats they get, especially around the holidays. But you are getting these, like, in the middle of, like, May, June, July, too. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice right now. The well's running a little dry um, recently. So if you guys um, want to drop by some treats, that, that'd be really appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, if you, so what we'll do is we'll, it, it's live now, right? The first episode's out, it's been posted. Technically, it's been posted, but uh, Thomas and I have been debating about whether or not to actually like, tell people um, because we wanted to get at least four episodes up before we kind of blast it on social media, but... Cat's out of the bag now. I was going to say, you, that strategy's you, not working. You can't um, put that toothpaste back we, in the tube we've now, just, We've just held off so long that people just keep asking, all right, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? Give the people what they want. So we do have four episodes, but um, I think the app that Thomas is using doesn't only lets them put out one per week. That's cool. Yeah, so he's got that, that, that cheap Buzzsprout subscription. By the way, if you want to get a discount on your Buzzsprout, that's, how you, uh, that, that's what we use to host our podcast, there's a discount link in, in the show notes on this episode, so make sure you take advantage of that. For yeah, sure. we refuse to support our bosses, so we have not been using the discount code. Look, look, like I tell everybody, all those, all those links and affiliates mm-hmm. it all go to a good cause. It goes directly into Josh and my bank accounts, so you know it's going to be money well spent. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, good, good. All right, so we, we also got a, a little bit of a clinical top thing to talk about too and, and also I mean I feel like we can't we can't do this episode without talking about you're you're basically the soccer physio you're the 
I don't know, the, fo- the football physio, the, the pitch physio, what, I mean, what do we, what do, we do? We're, we're You're like our soccer guru. We, we are. I, I am. We, we're still working on a, a catchy name, like like Mara Sports Physio and BV the PT and License to Heal. Um, I'm still trying to figure that out, but yes, I would like to be called the soccer guru around here. Yeah, so, I mean, and I feel like you got to Americanize it, right, because... You gotta use the word soccer. You can't use football. football. I used to be on a uh, I used to be on a adult kickball league, and they had they incorporated the word pitch a lot, right? Pitch. Yeah, like where my pitch is at, like stuff uh, like that, you know. So I don't yeah, know. I don't know. That too. There's some teammates that's called like pitches be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's always I don't know. So yeah. Just just throwing it out there. A lot of, a lot of okay. ideas. Yeah. Just <laughs> just gotta see what sticks. Yeah. True. All right. So clinical aspect here. You were bringing up an interesting case you've seen recently in the clinic. All right, a patient, from my understanding, I'll just kind of, you know, set you up here. And, and if I'm wrong, feel free to correct me. Words are hard. But basically, you have a patient who you're treating conservatively, treating well for cervical radiculopathy. My understanding is she's getting better, doing well, but she's maybe getting some pressure from the other side, from the physician to potentially get surgery. So... Uh, is that correct? Yes. Um, uh, so my patient, she's had cervical radiculopathy that she's been dealing with for um, almost about a year now. And so I started seeing her earlier this year, and we've done conservative management, a lot of traction, um, upper back, um, muscular strengthening, a lot of cervical um, isometrics and whatnot. And so she said it's been working um, really well, and she's noticed a difference since she started physical therapy. Um, and mind you, she's only coming like once a week or once every two weeks now, but her insurance started denying her coverage because her physician, well, not because, but another end of it is that her physician just wants to her to get an anterior disectomy. Yeah, basically they're going to they're, they're gonna basically take out a piece of the, the disc, yeah. the cervical disc. Yeah. yeah, and put in like a cadaver in to kind of support that. So it's like a fusion as well. Okay. Um, so she's really hesitant because she does not like the idea of a cadaver in her. Um, and she just doesn't really trust the surgery since they're going in the front of the neck and, and messing some things around. So she's been trying to hold off on that, but... Her physicians and even even her husband is kind of telling her like, oh, you just go ahead and need to get the surgery over with so you can feel better. But my, I guess since I'm a new clinician, my thing is like I don't know whether or not to tell patients, okay, like you should do this surgery or you should not do the surgery. Um, my preference is that no one should ever go on the table ever unless it's an actionable emergency, in my opinion. So I just wanted to pick Brandon's brain about what he thinks about um, surgeries and whatnot, and and, in this case specifically as well. Right, so I I definitely agree with you. Like One of our our main jobs as physical therapists is to avoid people from getting cut on when they don't need it, but certainly there are indications where surgery is needed. I I, I got an orthopedic surgery one time that was optional, but I chose to do it because I felt like it was going to be the best thing to get my function back. Um, And so, you know, when we're dealing with radiculopathies yeah, I think that the important thing is is obviously the, 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 the making sure the red flags are clear right you know any sort of like you know spinal cord involvement cervical myelopathy that kind of thing but you know assuming that's okay then we have to think about what kinds of things might be going on that could lead to permanent neurological deficits right so that's where you have you know, maybe, you know not just pain and sensation loss but we're 
starting to see, you know, weakness, significant weakness. That's where the data comes in, right? So, yeah, man, muscle testing is one way to do it. Not super great, very subjective. Ten different therapists will give you ten different grades. But, you know, maybe things like grip testing, things mm-hmm. you can track along the way, see if we're getting some linear improvement. Even, honestly, just looking at potential, like, muscle wasting, right? A lot of times you look at the hands, you know, the, the thenar, hypothenar, and, and whenever, you know, it's a problem, you can see that th- those muscles start to shrivel, right? And then, you know, if that's combined with, like, a, a very obvious deficit in reflexes, which, under ref- you know, none of these things in isolation are great. You know, tend to have to couple these together, like a cluster, essentially, like two out of three. But if we have those things going on, they're not improving, not improving fast. And that, that's probably an indication that they may need to get seen by the neurosurgeon, perhaps get a different, a less conservative intervention done. Usually that's going to be, you know, maybe some sort of injection. If that's not successful, then that's when they get the surgery, that kind of thing. But if all things are checking out and this person is improving, they're gaining that function back, the data supports it. And, you know, we're just dealing with pain at this point, which don't get me wrong, that's debilitating. When a person is miserable, they can't sleep, starts to affect your whole attitude outlook. But if they're still light at the end of the tunnel, there's still hope that they can get better, then that may be a thing where let, let's give it more time, right? Let's, let's you know, hold off on that surgery, maybe use it as a last resort. We can keep it in our back pocket just in case we need to go down that road. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's my rant. That's kind of my initial thought. So anything, anything? You think off that? No, no that, that's good to know. Um, she was she was asking what my opinion was, and I was like, I'll I'll ask the other clinicians too to to see what they think. And most of the time, like a lot of clinicians have said, like if pain is one of the main reasons that you are getting a surgery, then it's it's probably something that you can try to work through as best mm-hmm. as you can if it's not debilitating. Yeah. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think that every, everybody's different in the way that we talk to patients, right? Just, you know, their social dynamics are widely different from person to person. And it's one of the, I think, hallmarks of being a good clinician is being ready to adapt to the individual that's in front of you. But I think that if you can just provide a thorough explanation of what you're thinking and why without being too pushy, right? Saying, no, you don't need surgery, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Say, I, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend it this point because X, Y, and Z, but, you know, f- keep my opinion in mind along with your surgeon, along with your family, do what's best for you. That might be a way to, to approach it and just, you know, at least, you know, give her options where she can make a more educated opinion. And then I usually like to say something like, whatever you decide to do, you know, even though I don't recommend surgery, if you do decide to go down, I'm here for you, you know, I'm going to yeah. help you recover, help you get better. So no worries about that. You know, okay. that kind of thing. But, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Cool. That was that was good. That was good. I don't think we've actually. We, I feel like we should have talked about some cervical dick like over the last two hundred episodes, but I don't think we ever have. Yeah. Yeah. For oh, sure. My goodness. All right. So one more topic I want to talk about. So oh. what shows you watching? Shows. We talk about this a lot. I think you're trying to push me to, to talk about a certain specific genre of shows that you are particularly. Wait, wait, wait. So, so the big ones, right? The big ones, like everybody's watching the, the boys, right? Oh yeah, the boys. The boys. Oh, oh yeah. you good season. That, I haven't finished it yet. Okay, so yeah. I can't tell you what happened. You just told me yesterday that they put out two more episodes. I yeah, I thought yeah, I, something got happened. Like my Prime app didn't post a new one, so I thought it was done. But yeah, there's yeah. two good ones that are really good. Okay, gotcha. Stranger Things. Stranger Things, of course, everyone saw that. Everyone saw it. Like, okay, so yeah. spoiler alert in three, two, one. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm spoiling uh, okay. it. No, this is it. All right, you, you had your warning here. All right, so here's my thing about it. I thought it's a very good show. Well, just awesome. Right? It's getting better and better. I, I liked it. I liked it. It's just, you know, you kind of zone out going to that fantasy world. But I was so disappointed that the Upside Down was like this 
neutral, maybe yeah. even benevolent world. That someone corrupted. Yeah, yeah, someone corrupted. I thought like there was going to be like like that mind flare was like this this ancient evil being that always wanted just to take over the world and get humans, but it was all Vecna the whole time. But I mean, it's, it's what it is. It's a good allegory though, in terms of like people can take something neutral and like inherently neutral and turn it bad depending on like what they want. So I felt like that was a good spin on it. I yeah no I, again I agree it's just like not what I was hoping for and I just yeah. kind of keep my fingers crossed. But I'm sure it's going to be a, a good ending and uh, you know Eleven's probably going to end up sacrificing herself. I hope gonna, so. She's going to take over the mind player. She's getting a little annoying in the past episodes. Yeah. The <laughs> amount of times she's cried this past season, yeah. I was like, my goodness, we've all gotten bullied. Yeah. Like, <laughs> At what point do the anti-bullying campaigns bully the boys, right? Yeah. Um, so, so I think uh, I think that she's going to turn the mind player from a spider into like a butterfly or something like that. And we know she's going to hold her hand out and scream. It's yeah, going to happen, and somebody's going to save the day. So, yeah, that's my prediction. I just feel like I, I feel like it's the same with every season. They introduce like an accessory character, they make us like them a lot, and then they just end up like offing him. Like it's it's the same every season. I feel like. Yeah, it's Game of Thrones, right? That's that was what that was like wildly popular for years. Yeah, I guess, maybe. All right, so you're an anime fan, right? I am an anime okay. fan. So, all right, I, I'm an anime noob. I've only seen Dragon Ball Z, and it's bad. Dragon Ball Z is like it's an old one. Old one. Yeah. It's like a soap opera it for is. anime because there's like a thousand episodes. That's what I would recommend. So, people. for an anime noob. Where should I start? Um, I would say if you want to watch a nice short one that's kind of straightforward, Jujutsu Kaisen is a good one. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah. That one, it recently had a movie that came out in theaters, too. Um, so the popularity of anime has grown within like the past two years, where movie theaters in America are now showing like actual anime movies, which is really cool. Um, another popular one that everyone really likes as first time is Demon Slayer, um, which I think you would really like. Brandon likes the inherently good versus the inherently bad sort of shows. <laughs> so I would say these are two really good ones for an um, anime, anime noob like him. So the plot of Demon Slayer, like, like in my head, I automatically think this is like, a, like a Catholic priest that's no. running around doing exorcisms no. and like often these demons. No, what no. what is it? It's more like feudal Japan, um, and they're just kind of ancient techniques of how to exorcise demons essentially. Okay. So they have to use like swords, weapons, just ancient stuff. Okay, if that all right, makes sense. I think you would really like it though. Quick reference, you know what what app that's on? What streaming app? Um, Hulu. Hulu. Oh, I gotta get Hulu now. Okay. And it might be on right. Netflix. I'll, oh, it's, I think it's on Netflix. Okay. 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 Cool. Cool. All right. I'll watch a few episodes and I'll give you my review. But I know that's been a pretty frequent topic of conversation. I would say there, there are a lot of people one, coming here talking about anime. I'm with the you. only one in the clinic that watches anime. <laughs> so, so I feel like I'm, missing, I'm getting FOMO. I, so. say, I have the one up on everyone here. Yeah, so I'm watching these. <laughs> All my younger patients, they watch anime, so it's yep. nice. All right, Tavi. So this is this is great, right? We got a little bit, uh, a little bit of clinical, a little current events, and we got to plug your podcast. So for all the listeners who might want to reach out to you, follow you, contact you, what's the best way to do that? Uh, that is a great question. We have currently an email. I think it's dod at gmail.com that sends for Dale Donuts. Maybe it's Dale Donuts. I think we're going to get a little bit of a cross. Okay, I'll, cross. I'll look it up in your show notes and put okay. it in my show notes. Okay, cool. Um, so we have an email, but we also have an Instagram um, where we're going to start posting more things soon. But I would say those two are the best ways. We don't have a running cell phone number up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not in the budget. But hopefully we'll get a lot of um, cross fans from... Dungeons and Dragons. That's I think the DOD is going to do as well. Hopefully, love it. Love we'll it. Bring out some angry DOD. Fans. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. All right, Tavi. Uh, thank you again for your time. 
This is a Better Faster Podcast. We're out. End quote. Repeat the line. This is a Better Faster Podcast. We're out. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.